0: For sports content from the biggest leagues and competitions across the world, look no further than Reuters Connect, Reuters' online news content platform. Reuters Connect makes finding the sports content you need easy, whether it's in-depth reporting from Reuters journalists or access to video highlights from around the world. Bring the world of sport directly to your workplace with Reuters Connect. For more information and a free trial, visit ReutersConnect.com.
1: Welcome to Keeping Score, I'm Riccardo. Each week, we bring you insights from the playmakers, dealmakers, and rulemakers in the world of sports. I'll give you my take on some of the items of the week using my 30 years of experience doing deals for teams, leagues, and players. Plus, we'll talk with a central figure in the sports world. The views expressed in this podcast are my own and do not represent the views of Reuters. Let's get started. Sports professor Rick Harrow inside the $1.3 trillion business of sports, and we are keeping score. March Madness grips the United States. The comeback of other sports grips the world. Moving in the right direction, vaccines plus creative marketing. We're not there yet, but we can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Let's look at the deal-making issues this week, 3 to 1. Three. Number 3, cricket boosts Disney+. Plus Thanks to hot star saturation, Disney+, Plus last week, surpassed 100 million subscribers meaning its audience is already half the size of Netflix just 16 months after launch, according to Axio Sports. About 28 million of those 100 million subscribers are from Disney Plus Hotstar, an India-based streaming service known for its live cricket coverage. When Disney acquired 21st Century Fox for $71 billion in 2019, it absorbed Fox-owned Star India, which owned the digital broadcast rights for the Indian Premier League until 2022. Star India's streaming app, Hotstar, was rebranded as Disney Plus Hotstar following the acquisition and is currently the only service in India that streams IPL matches. Disney Plus Hotstar users are paying bargain basement prices for the service, which has dragged down Disney's average earnings per user. Disney Plus has lots of competition from Amazon and Facebook in the fast-growing Indian market, particularly when it comes to cricket. Cricket. While U.S. domestic sports media negotiations attract the most attention, whether it's the NHL on ESPN or the NFL on Amazon, international sports rights grow more important than ever. Two. Number two, Endeavor Group Holdings, the massive entertainment conglomerate in charge of the UFC and William Morris, is planning an IPO as the company continues to grow year after year. Back in 2019, Endeavor was looking into an IPO but ultimately decided the market wasn't at the right place for them to risk getting involved. Here we are in 2021, and the stars seem to have aligned. And despite not having gone public in 2019, a period in which they were looking to sell 15 million shares at 27 bucks, there seems to be no slowing down for the endeavor. Entertainment rights They've kept getting involved in multi-million dollar deals over the past year, including a 600 million dollar play in which they acquired the NFL's event business on location experiences. That's deal making issue number two. One number one. The UFC signed a five-year sponsorship deal with British CBD company Love Hemp. Part of the agreement, the UFC will promote Love Hemp at all of their events and will additionally integrate the brand at various UFC training facilities, specifically the UFC Training Institute in Nevada. UFC begun to work closer with various recovery products and programs, as well as working with CBD. We know many athletes, fans, and general fitness enthusiasts and the UFC use CBD for training recovery purposes. We want to work closely with Love Hemp to continue to educate ourselves, athletes, and consumers on the efficacy of best-use CBD products, Senior Vice President of Global Partnerships of the UFC said. And just as they used to be a fringe sport that's now mainstream, so too is CBD's slow acceptance as legal, sports-approved, physical recovery booster. And that's deal-making issue number one. Well, mainstream sponsorship is carrying the day as we come back from a worldwide unprecedented pandemic. Foley and Lardner did a major event beginning of March and on a monthly basis, every second Wednesday, the comeback sports in a worldwide pandemic. Former Major League Baseball COO Bob Dupay and I host on a regular basis and will include some of the top contributors On a regular basis here as well. The key is coming back efficiently and effectively. And obviously, almost a year ago, the emerging pandemic summarily shut down sports and severely impacted the trillion dollar global sports business. The sports and entertainment group of Foley and Lardner uh, decided to have a major series with lively discussions on the business of sports. Panels of high profile industry executives offering their unique perspectives predictions for the future, and practical advice for moving forward. The first one was held, as I said, last week, and the timing couldn't be better to include Kyle Sanborn, the vice president of marketing for Enterprise Holdings. We'll talk about his credentials and what Enterprise does, but we know Enterprise has been actively involved in sports all over the globe and a special emphasis on college sports as well. So, with the NCAAs heating up, providing the revenue it did not provide last year, largely on the positive activation backs of corporate sponsors, I give you Kyle Sanborn. Kyle Sanborn, who is the uh, VP of Marketing for Enterprise Holdings, he oversees media, creative, sponsorship, content, social, um, and uh, a portfolio of brands in North and South America, Latin America, Caribbean, and Asia. Enterprise Holdings, as you know, it's Enterprise Rent-A-Car, National Car Rental, Alamo Enterprise, Enterprise Free, uh, Fleet, um, uh, uh, Enterprise Truck Rental, uh, Enterprise Car Share—all have unique audiences, brand positions, customer journeys, communication, digital, digital products, and sales cycles. Kyle, thank you. How do you, do you keep them all straight? <laughs> I try to.
0: Yeah. Thank you yeah, for having me nice. today.
1: The job, you better keep all straight. I know, uh, right? You, you made you guys have made a big commitment in sports. How's the pandemic changed your approach to activation, uh, both in the immediate term and in the long run?
0: Sure. So I think immediately when the pandemic hit, you know, everybody was scrambling. Uh, we were losing money as a business. Every every business seemed to be losing money in some way or another. And we we approached the activation side to say, what's right. For right now, as things were closing down, what's right for our brand? What's the right message to be putting out there? And we really settled on a few key components um, that have become these pillars throughout this um, this time that's just gone on way longer than we anticipated. So we focused on flexibility um, in in our contracts in the way we get value out of those, and and really leveraged on. Leveraged great partnerships that the, uh, myself and the team spent so much time building over the years, and those really started to pay off when when this happened. Um, so flexibility was a big one. The second one, as we think about building trust and confidence, so much of what Enterprise Holdings represents is travel, you know, in the travel vertical, and that's what got shut down really hard: travel, entertainment, uh, things like that, and. We had to build trust back in our brand. So understanding uh, what our messages were to build consumer confidence in then doing business with us was key. So those components were the immediate. And we see those still today, this flexibility of from open to close of, uh, you know, the next. Uh, you know, vaccines rolling out versus what's the next um, strain that may hit us, we're just really flexible and conscious of what's appropriate to be pushing. And it's not always telling people to get out and travel. Um, It's more of, and we, for enterprise coined the term, when you're ready, we're ready, uh, because we want people to feel comfortable in that.
1: It takes a lot to coin a term that allows people to defer revenue for a while until they're ready (laughs) to travel. But I guess transparency and the brand message is more important in terms of building long-term trust.
0: Well, long-term trust is key. I mean, in in North America, usually uh, the U.S. and Canada specifically, enterprise of all car rental companies is held as the most trusted. And that has been key along with the differentiation of us not um, only being at airports, what what we call our home city network or off-airport was key to um, the road trip, which is alive and well uh, for both business and, and leisure. And that footprint off airport really was a, a huge differentiator for us in that from when you think about deferring revenue <laughs> and looking at that, yeah.
1: So you talk about the messaging and people not traveling as much as they did. You know, the the uh, the, the beauty of your uh, commitments are you're diverse you you have a lot of deals with teams you have a lot of deals with in each city and leagues but it requires you i would suspect in the normal course of robust mature marketing to tell some different stories in different locations different demographics different teams that's harder to do now because of the pandemic you're not able to get out there and establish trends on the ground like you might have before
0: yeah yeah that's true uh You know, we were somewhat fortunate that a lot of our assets were, um, as we think about TV broadcast and and streaming and whatnot, where the value was was really driven from the TV visible or video visible assets. And then activation, truly when we're engaging at the local level with the fans uh, of a specific team. We had to evolve slightly because either events weren't happening or it wasn't appropriate. So as we go back to those pillars of trust and confidence, like, what are we saying? Are we trying to push people to an event, even if it's open? And then we've got to follow all these distancing rules. Is it the right thing to do for our brand? Um, And at that time, to really get the value out of it, because the expense is still there. Uh, It was a question of can you get the value with a fifth of the attendance or or whatever the numbers were at the time so a lot of evaluation went into that um, it was an easy decision in some because we didn't have one to make because things were closed down there was no no attendance as this opens back up we love it we can't wait we want to engage but that evaluation still takes place of it's a lot of money to get an, uh, an activation on the ground started and is it appropriate for the business given the audience levels that can engage with it
1: and the activation clearly requires a whole degree of uh, creativity. I was going to use the word an except it's not a word. And <laughs> the bottom line of all of this is that uh, you have to create some contingency plans that change uh, in many ways, given what the local health requirements are relative to fans and facilities. And activation, I know, is something that's really important to you long term. Do you have a best, middle, worst case on every plan now, let's say for the next few months?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um We've started looking really far out, and we do look at a uh, those three scenarios. If things were to start to close again, what's the game plan? we We're calling this the 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 middle state of some some countries, some parts of our country are opening up again more than others. How do we appropriate, appropriately deal with that? And then, when things are really ramping, we need to have a lead time. We can't decide to be ready when things are ready. We need to be uh, ready a couple months in advance. So we'll be preparing communications, preparing assets so that we can adapt accordingly by region, by by partner, um, and by the sentiment of consumers.
1: The final interesting question, I guess, is going forward. You, I assume, plan your budgets, you plan your corporate contacts many, many years out. You got planning cycles as well, but yet a lot of the pandemic calls for you to say what's going to happen next Thursday. How do you reconcile?
0: Yeah. You know what? uh, A real shout out to our management who has put a ton of trust in the marketing department to be flexible with our budgets and what we had to put together a budget. Absolutely. We look at a fiscal year and, um, you know, looking to next fiscal year already starting right now. And we've we've just earned the the trust to say, well, we're going to be very responsible in our investments. We're going to report on the progress of those. But we have to have money available when certain segments come back on. You, you read through all the different um, Different modes of transportation and way that we uh, diversification we have in our business, those are all coming at different paces back. You know, the B2B side of things is huge. We're providing trucks and, and cars like we never have before, and then the road trip alive and well, we've got to be able to, to dial things up and dial things down from an investment standpoint, whether that's creative or media or partnerships uh, accordingly. And, and our business has really given us that trust and flexibility to do that.
1: Well, Kyle Sanborn provides you some unique perspective on how they spend, how they activate, and most important, how they look to the future. It's important to have major corporations, in addition to new categories, alive and well as we continue to come back from the worldwide pandemic. More to come in future episodes of Keeping Score. Now let's talk about the top tech minute of the week. Great television getting the eSports game leading a $40 million investment round for Envy Gaming as they get into it. As lead investor, Envy Series C round, Gray will invest about $30 million and name two directors to the Gaming Board of Directors at Envy. Synopsis Esports notes that Gray is one of the largest owners of television stations in the U.S., reaching approximately 24% of U.S. television households and carrying over 500 separate programming streams, including 160 affiliates of the Big Four networks. Esports and gaming is the fastest-growing area across all media entertainment, says Adam Reimer, CEO of Envy Gaming. Building global communities through content and engagement, similar to the what wor- the world has seen in the music, film, and TV industries, is an endeavor we're incredibly excited to work on with Gray as their partner. And it's not surprising that we're now seeing a surge of traditional media companies jump into esports, after a tidal wave of pro leagues and teams have been doing it the last few years. And by the way, can the Olympics be far behind? And as usual, we end with our Good Sports 5, featuring a number of philanthropic issues during the pandemic. Loyola Chicago men's basketball team upset Illinois, sponsored by a powerful pregame message from Sister Jean. Loyola, Maybe its second run through the tournament, 101-year-old team chaplain, sister Jean Dolores Schmidt. She did it before. She's going to do it again. Will Loyola's boost from on high continue? That's what makes March Madness great. New York City's parks help kids get outside and play. 3,400 children in New York, aged 8 to 17, expected to participate in free instructional tennis, golf, and track and field programs in 30 parks across New York City, a great sponsored endeavor with all of the major New York facilities. Miller Lite launched the Miller Lite Level Up Fund, $100,000 grant program aiming to provide financial support to uncelebrated communities in the gaming world. Throughout the year, they'll also shine support on LGBTQ, Latinx, and black gamers so they get the recognition they deserve. Good for Miller. The NFL partnering with the Cleveland Clinic to continue brain research. Both the NFL and Cleveland Clinic will be looking for other partners to continue their progress and keep moving forward in finding new analytics and data to help prevent future brain damage in today's athletes. And finally, Stephen Curry and the WNBA will receive the Jackie Robinson Sports Awards during the 52nd NAACP Image Awards later the week of March 22nd. It's ladies first for the honor. And Curry, ever the gentleman, will graciously concur. What a great, diverse series of philanthropic issues this week. That's our show for the week. We'd like to thank, as usual, Kyle Sanborn, VP of Marketing for Enterprise Holdings, and others for participating in the Foley and Lardner Comeback Sports in a Worldwide Pandemic event and also allowing us to get his perspective here. Like to thank all of those who put the show together. And as usual, like to thank you all for listening and watching. And join us next week when we continue to keep score. Action Images is the global multimedia sports agency of Reuters. Leagues, teams, and federations around the world rely on Action Images to create, distribute, and monetize their content. Action Images' global footprint means sports media expertise is never far away. For more information, visit actionimages.com.